Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. I hope you are all absolutely doing amazing in this journey that we call life. Now, we're going to see how we go today because yesterday I had to have a tooth pulled Um, and it was not pleasant. In fact, it led up to one of the most probably painful experiences of my life, which was actually the night before getting the tooth pulled. Um, note to self, you know, when they start doing like a root canal and they do that first session, always go back. Um, I did not. And you know, part of it was because it was done just before COVID and then all that stuff happened. And it was just a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare. So we're going to see how we go today. (laughs) So today I actually wanted to talk to you about the true cost of people pleasing. And let me tell you that this tooth situation, it fits into that. It fits into that. That is going to be our topic for today is actually realizing what the true cost of people pleasing actually is um, when you when you stop to actually take a look at it. So in the Kiss My Crown world, like I said, we've been a little a little hiatus, just why I'm about to, you know, transition, uh, transition jobs. That's where the problem's going to be. I can tell. Um, and you know, um, by the time this episode comes out, I would have actually started my new job, but as I am recording it now, I start in two days time, which is really, really exciting. And, um, and I have officially finished up at my old job and let me tell you, it feels fucking amazing let me tell you oh my god oh my god oh my god all right now let's just get straight into the topic today so people pleasing so you know I've talked about and I always talk about the five pillars of self-love all right and that's sort of the framework and the foundation that I work on when it comes to my coaching and to the self-love club And the very first um, pillar of self-love or the first rule of self-love club is, (laughs) is about always about prioritizing your own needs first and and, um, filling your own cup, right? And people pleasing really is the opposite of that. And it is so much, and I think particularly as women, we are conditioned and we are groomed to be people pleasers. Um, it's, It's how we're brought up to be. And so it's, it's a really, and a lot of the time, sometimes we don't even notice that we're doing it, but, you know, basically people pleasing is, you know, making sure other people's needs are filled first or, you know, pleasing everyone else, um, but not, you know, at a cost to yourself, you know, like, and at a cost you know, to, you know, when you're sort of sacrificing your own needs to put someone else's needs above you, that's where the people pleasing comes into it. Um, you know, and it's sort of been like a, 
a bit of a yes community, like, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full of that, sir, you know, like, yes, 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 and just saying yes all the time as well. Um, and sort of not having those boundaries and being afraid to say no, is that you just always say yes, even if it sort of inconveniences you, even if it, um, yeah, just, you know, even if it makes you sick or like literally anything and we just don't, because we um, are too uncomfortable to say no, because we haven't sort of learned to, you know, well, we're learning to put those boundaries down and it can be a little bit of a journey. And sometimes we could think that we're not people pleasers as well. And this is probably a little bit of the category that I fit into. I think that sometimes I can be very the opposite of a people pleaser, like really following that first pillar of self-love of making sure I'm fulfilling my own needs first um, and filling my own cup first. But in certain situations, sometimes that's not always the case. And I'm starting to notice that pattern now. And I think that that is something that's really important to do is to really analyze your own behavior and look out for your patterns or, you know, when that's not always the case for you too. All right. So the true cost of people pleasing. So sometimes I think what we don't realize is that, you know, by saying yes to something that we don't really want to do, we actually pay a price for that. And, you know, that, that price can um, range from, you know, it could just be from minor inconvenience or it could actually, you know, lead to something much, much, much bigger. And I think that that's what we need to look at and, you know, putting those sort of two and twos together. All right. Because sometimes when we put two and two together, it doesn't make four. So, And, you know, I think the other question to also ask is what is it that you're achieving by people pleasing as well? Um, Because what do you actually get out of it? Are you getting rewarded for the people pleasing or are you just getting taken for granted? Because I can assure I can assure you it's the latter. And I'm going to talk from my own experience here, as I always do. And, you know, and I'll talk in regards to the job that I've just left. And I want to tell you, you know, that what the true cost of people pleasing, you know, achieve me in that role. So, um, whilst I was in that role, I got, uh, COVID from one of the girls that work there and it sort of, it hit me really bad, unfortunately. And it triggered dormant asthma in me, which is now, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. So I've gotten sick this time more times than I've probably been sick in my whole entire life. So typically I'm a person who maybe gets a cold a year, if that, but usually if I'm starting to get a cold, I can sort of fight it off quite easily. And so I'm only like, I'm well for a day or two and then I'm okay. So typically I'm quite a well person. I don't suffer those sort of, you know, colds and flus and all that sort of stuff. Um, this year, I think I've had four or five colds or flus and they've all been since I've had, had COVID and they've also, and out of that, I've ended up in the emergency room quite a, like quite a few times as well this year because of this asthma that just becomes uncontrollable when I get sick, which never used to happen before. And so what's sort of happened is, and, and what sort of led to, I guess, the, you know, the severity of this is that, you know, I was too busy people pleasing at my job. 
you know, like it's like I would get sick and instead of going home, I would be given the guilt trip of, oh, we're really short staffed. We really need you. Could you just last out for today? You know, just things like that. At no point was it, oh, wow, you're not well. You should go home. Not once. It was, can you push through? Can you push through? We're short staffed. We're short staffed. You know, and meanwhile, in the in the background, you know, when it, you, you know, you can sit there and say that you're short staffed, but if you're not conducting interviews and stuff like that until the very last minute, then, you know, you're sort of to blame for that short staffness as well. And especially with some of the reason why a lot of those staff were were leaving is because they wanted things like more flexibility and stuff. And when people won't come to the party, they're like, if you're willing to lose good staff because you can't let them finish an hour earlier on a particular day or have one day off a week, then, you know, that's also a reflection on you. And that is part of the problem why you're short staffed. You know, let's be honest, there's a way to work around that stuff. It's not that difficult. But anyway, that I digress. I digress. So of course, me being me, I would try and push out and I would push out that extra day, the extra two days or, you know, however many days it might have been until my next day off. And ultimately, every time that just made it worse. It just, you know, it ended up then me me having to take more time off or end up in the emergency room because I had pushed myself just to cover the gap because I was short staffed. And, you know, like, and ultimately what that does to my own health, you know, like, you know, physically health wise, I probably feel the worst that I have ever felt in my life. You know, and I think, and so much of it has been to do with this people pleasing. So working extra hours and, and, you know, putting my all into it and, you know, not filling my own cup, not, not prioritizing my own needs at all. And, you know, and, and it's resulted in this sort of, you know, sickness. Um, it's funny enough and it's just, and like I said, this whole tooth situation, this is a part of it as well. So yes, it is on me that I did not go and get this root canal finished, you know, during COVID, it just wasn't worth it. Um, it was just, everything became really sort of difficult. And of course, you know, like there was no pain, it was all okay. So I thought everything was fine. But so my last day at my old job was on Thursday and the seven days leading up to my last day, they had hoofed up my hours more than what I would normally do. I was doing overtime and it was also, I could train somebody else to replace me basically. And, you know, on the Wednesday, I just started feeling really sick and I had like a dull toothache, but I started feeling really, really sick. And the reason why I felt sick is because what I didn't know that, you know, when it comes to this sort of root canal and stuff like that, there was, there was an infection in the gum and it was making me feel really sick. And I remember going up to one of the managers and I just said, Hey, I am not feeling well. I am not great. Um, like I feel sick, I'm throwing up because I feel sick, you know, like when you, you just feel that sick, you just feel nauseous. And, you know, her reaction was, we're really short staffed today. <laughs> and I just thought, fucking what? Like, no. And I did what I should have done all along. I said, I said, with all due respect, I said, it's not my problem that you're short staffed. I said time and time again, every time I've been sick here, I've pushed through being sick. 
And it's ended up costing me detrimentally in my own health. And I just refuse to do that. So I will be going home. (laughs) Um, So let's work out how we're going to make this work. As I said, you know, it's basically you're either going to have me today or you're going to have me tomorrow. Tomorrow was, you know, much bigger day and some things that really, really needed to be done. Anyway, they did let me go home. I mean, regardless of which I was going home anyway, what what were they going to do? Fire me? No, I've already quit. Whatever. Um, so went home anyway, on Thursday, because it was my last day, I just felt that I still had to put, I should not have gone to work. I absolutely should not have gone to work. And had I decided not to go to work and, and on Wednesday made the appointment that I needed to make to go to the like emergency dental. So I could have saved some things that have happened, which I'll tell you in just a sec. So anyway, I went to work and I was in the world of pain and I, I, I spent like 50 bucks on things like painkillers, uh, like oils and treatments, you know, like toothache stuff that you can get from the chemist to go drops and that to go on your teeth, like to get me through the day. And, you know, like these painkillers as well were meant to last like six hours or something that were lasting me like an hour and hour, you know, like, and so I was having to take a lot of them, which is so why would I even bother and anyway partway through the day I was just like I can't do this I'm done and I tried to talk to the store director about saying I I don't have anything left in me I can't I can't do this and to which she just changed this topic and just sort of pushed me on and I was like oh fucking right I didn't even have the energy to argue at this point and um and of course you know it was my last day too so, you know, then to the end of it, then it comes to the end of my shift. Now, something like I don't expect things, you know, like when you leave a workplace and stuff like that, but something that every pretty much every staff member that has at least gotten when they leave that workplace is a card signed by all the staff. And, you know, so something usually the manager will organize a card like, sorry, you're leaving, so, you know, like and everyone will sign it. And it's just really, really beautiful. All I got was a... Uh, you know, uh, my store director had a talk to me telling me how amazing I was. And that was about it. I thought, wow, if I'd made such an impact, like you said that I had, and you couldn't even like gather up to get a card because you're too pissy that I'm leaving. When in fact, you could have stopped me from leaving by offering me a day off and, you know, actually more in aligned hours. No, like really? I thought, here I am, busting my balls, literally sitting in here in some of the most pain that I've ever been in in my life. And let me tell you, I've had, I've had a child through a natural birth. So let me tell you, I know what pain is. I could not believe it. Anyway, went home that night and then proceeded to have the worst night of my life because I don't know what it is about tooth pain, but it gets so much worse at nighttime. And... Like I had my dentist, my emergency dentist appointment set up for the next day. So for Friday and yeah, I had the worst night. And then the next day I started waking up and part of my lip had started going a bit like tingly and numb, which I knew is not good. It means that infection is sort of moving its way into the jaw. Had I just left and like on, on the Wednesday and been out, then I could have made the appointment for Thursday, not worrying about my last day. Like, because the reality is now this numbness, it may never go away. It could be permanent or it could take weeks or months to go away if it goes away. 
That is now the cost that I've paid for people pleasing a job that couldn't even give me a fucking card when I left. You don't give a shit. Or they, they literally squeeze every single hour and second out of me in my last two weeks there, you know, like to the point of actual overtimes so and not even just my normal time. They, was, they literally were squeezing every inch out of me before I left. You know, for me to walk away with a pulled tooth and now like nerve damage. Like, really? That, you know, that that is the true cost of people pleasing because I didn't want to let them down because I felt guilty that I was leaving this workplace. <laughs> like, how crazy is that? How fucking crazy is that? You know, and the guilt that I... Like, I don't feel guilty now. I'm like, fuck them. Absolutely fuck them. Like, don't get me wrong. I still love the brand. That's never going to change. But, you know, that, you know, the, the the management of that store have some severe reflection that they need to do. Um, and it's starting to be really noticeable there so I think at anywhere too when you sort of walk in and when you see that you know the management team or the leadership team whatever you fucking want to call it have been there for like anywhere from five to seven years but then the rest of the staff are just turned over annually like you know you can't get them to stay I think that is such a clear indication as to what the problem is um because yeah I I think that's a that's a problem with leadership and that's a problem with management and they're going to lose and they have lost really good staff for doing so. But, you know, you can sit there and you can appreciate what what people do. But at the end of the day, your actions speak louder than your words. So you can sit there and you can tell me all you like how, you know, the door's still open and, and how amazing I've been and, and blah, 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 blah. But if your actions don't back that up, it doesn't mean shit. And part of those actions is and part of the responsibility of just being a decent human being is looking out for the welfare of other people, you know, like, and if you can see that they're sick or that they're struggling, don't push them through because you're short staffed, you know, like that's just, it is what it is, man. Like, and you just cause long-term problems in the end. And, you know, for me, as I said, that was the reality of realizing what it is that I have done to my body and my health. So as I said, you know, the last three years haven't been great for me and a lot of that has become from overworking um over committing you know like doing literally too much and doing six days a week and just running on like empty and just pushing through but this last year has definitely been the catalyst for all of it it has exacerbated everything and it has been the catalyst and like and I'm a person right of divine timing obviously this was a lesson that I needed to learn and, you know, I wasn't learning it subtly along the way. So, you know, is this the reason why I got this job in the first place? To make me realize where I am in life that, you know, got distracted by all the shiny things that I was willing to put my health on the line for this job. You know, that I was just willing to put my health on the line to please other people, to please this job. 
because that is the reality and that's the lesson that I've learned. And that's why I want to share with you guys about the sort of people pleasing and what it actually costs you because I want you to have a think about it when in your life, you know, and maybe you're doing it at the moment, where are you people pleasing and what is it actually costing you? Like have a, you know, have a look and analyze what it's actually costing you, you know. Are you staying in a shitty relationship that you fucking hate that is making you miserable because you don't want to I don't know, like, and I know I've done this in the past with, with exes where I didn't want to break up with them because I didn't, I feel bad, you know, like, and so I put their needs above my own and, you know, and what that's, you know, truly cost me was my own happiness, you know, it's the same, you know, same as, you know, you're working a job that you hate that just sucks everything out of you, you know, you know, are you surrounded, you know, do you have friends you know and I use the term lightly there with friends you know who are just like soul-sucking creatures who just take everything from you like and just you know treat you really badly and you know make you feel like a piece of shit you know because what does that actually cost you because when people treat you like that the true cost is that is that that actually affects your self-esteem and it it, it actually in like that, that's actually trauma that you go through and then you have trouble later on trusting people and all this sort of stuff so that cost actually builds up over time so you know it's so important to have a look at where in your life and maybe and maybe it's a job you know maybe you know it could be as I said it could be absolutely anything where you're people pleasing and maybe sometimes it's just saying yes when you want to say no you know like maybe it's that you know you are completely run down and exhausted and somebody invites you out and you just feel bad about saying no so you say yes and then of course then you go out and it just makes you a little bit more exhausted and then maybe it makes your immune system a little bit down and then maybe you catch a cold and then you know sort of so forth and so on from there whereas if you just said no you could have just maybe rejuvenated on the couch done some meditation I mean watch some shitty tv whatever it is that you need to do hydrate a lot more um and then you know then the next day you're just sort of feeling really good again like these things come at cost, and we need to realize that and we need to weigh up what those costs are and sometimes you know like you know, obviously everyone's really different. And when we look at things like human design and stuff like that as well. So if you are into human design, I'm a um, manager with a, a sacral center, a sacral center. So I am like, I make decisions from the gut and I make them straight away. And sometimes that's not necessarily always a good thing because I'm not taking into like, I, I need things to be sort of a fuck yes energy. Like it's like, fuck yes, I need to do this, you know, and I need to go for it. And, you know, sometimes that, you know, that in itself can cost me because I might not think about, you know, how that, you know, makes me feel long term or what that's going to cost me as well, you know. And that's where having these really sort of healthy boundaries and not being afraid to say no can then really benefit me in turn. Because as much as it might feel like a fuck yes energy is, you know, and like this job, it felt like fuck yes energy, but I was too busy trying to impress the store director impress the leadership you know and just be you know grade a employee you know I was just too busy trying to people please that I did not set my own boundaries or I didn't adhere to my own boundaries so you know there's a bit of both in there that you've got to start having a look at but you know like if it's 
I don't know. And, you know, but then sometimes catching up with somebody because I don't feel great and I don't necessarily want to, but I don't want to let them down. That doesn't feel like fuck yes energy, right? That feels like fuck no, but I'm going to do it anyway. So sometimes it's just, you know, really listening to yourself in that sort of thing and just seeing where it's out of balance or where, you know, what is it that, you know, and a great question to ask yourself is what is it that I need right now? What is it that I need? And and what is it that I need, you know, if it's a job or something like that as well, what is it that I need from this job? You know, and trying to, if you ask that sort of question, you open that dialogue up with yourself to be able to work out, you know, just even by asking the question, like, because I think so long, you know, we, we can be guilty of being in this sort of autopilot mode or the conveyor belt of life or whatever you want to call it, is that, you know, by stopping and actually asking this question, it makes your brain stop and think like, oh, okay, what what is it do I actually need? And you sort of check in with yourself and you can actually, you know, it's a great question for getting to know yourself better as well. But, you know, taking time to tune into our needs um, and I think sometimes that's where people pleasing comes in, right? It's because we're not stopping to tune into our own needs. We're too busy listening to the needs of other people and trying to meet that, that we don't actually stop to, to ask what our own needs are, right? So, you, you know, it goes back and forth both ways. So stop and ask yourself that question. What is it that I actually need? You know, do I need some space? Do I need some quiet time? Do I need rest? Do I need you know, exercise, hydration, do I need to go to the dentist, whatever it may be, ask yourself the question, what is it that I need in this moment right now? Um, you know, where is it that my cup needs filling? Where is it that I need to prioritize my own needs right now? Um, you know, there's such powerful questions. And obviously you can just ask yourself the questions, you can journal all those questions, whatever it is that, you know, we each have different modalities that, you know, work for us, you know, and, and maybe you just need to write some notes in your phone or record a voice note or I don't know, you know, and some people like to journal or maybe you just like to ask a question in your mind and just sort of answer it, you know, take some deep breaths and some quiet and just answer that question for yourself. You know, maybe it's in the car, maybe whatever, whatever space it is that you need to do that, just get in the habit of doing it, you know, more often because it's so important, you know, your needs are just as important if not more than someone else's needs and what I mean by if not more is because when I talk about filling your own needs first three and and filling your cup the, the reason is for that is so you can pour from a full cup so it's not that anybody's needs are more important than someone else's but what I mean is by focusing on your own needs um I feel that that can be more important because then you can give the best of yourself to other people Right. So that's, you know, the way that I look at it like that, you know, it's, it's taking a little bit of investment into yourself so that you can, you know, pour, pour from a full cup and just be at your best, at your best. All right. So I just, yeah, I just really wanted to share that sort of story with you because I, I don't know where, where in your life are you people pleasing? You know, where are you maintaining relationships that you don't really want to? Where are you, <coughs> sorry, doing things, for, you know, 
parents or you know I don't know just whatever it might be just look at those relate look at all your relationships look at and and these come to like not just like your relationships with people but your relationships with situations and places and stuff like that too so the, you know the relationships with work or you know everything just look at it all and have a look where you're people pleasing and you know if you are in in a place where you are people pleasing it's time to start setting some healthy boundaries um, and really putting those in place and be like, hey, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Because, you know, at, at the reality is, especially when it does come to workplaces and stuff like that, is you are replaceable. Um, if you were to die tomorrow and not rock up to work, they would just replace you with somebody else. That is the reality. So, you know, <laughs> you got to look at that on the flip side. What are you actually gaining out of this, you know, like by not calling in sick when you're actually sick? What do you actually gain out of that? Because no one actually appreciates it. They don't care. They just want asses in seats or feet on floor or whatever situation it is that you work in. Is You know, genuinely is these big giant companies and corporations, they don't give a shit about just you. All right, so just... You know, think about that when, you know, the next day that you are not feeling well and you know you need some time out and whether that is not feeling well or you just need a mental health day or whatever it might be and you start getting the guilt on about asking for that, for asking about fulfilling your needs, just remember, like I said, if you were not to show up the next day, they would just replace you. So, you know, your health and your well-being shouldn't be the price that you pay for pleasing other people all right so we need to stop the the people pleasing it has to stop all right we you are not all that people pleasing gets you is you get taken for granted you know and whether that is by whoever it is you know it's like that could be like they're saying you give an inch and they take a mile because as soon as you start just like when you are in that mode of people pleasing they just know that you're going to give and give and give until you've got nothing less uh, left. And don't get me wrong, I don't, you know, like, and it is the same. It can be the same with like relationships and stuff like that as well. Is that you can overgive um, at a cost to yourself, and you know, people don't really, and it's not out of, you know, taking you for granted, like in that sort of sense. But it's just that it can go unrecognized that that's what's happening. All right, and then it can lead to a lot of resentment as well. So it's about you know, you've got to just, it's just got to stop. (laughs) Simple as that. We need to refer back to that first pillar of self-love, of prioritizing your own needs first and by filling your cup up. All right, that cup needs to be full first before you can give to anyone else. Amazing. That is where I'm going to end this one today. Did want to cover a couple of things though. Um, On November 16th, I'm actually going to be talking at... Uh, the essay women in business she roars night um which i'm so excited about this is like my first proper like public speaking gig outside of wrestling so and of course i'm going to be talking on you know my favorite topic villain era (laughs) and i cannot cannot wait obviously extremely nervous but i cannot wait but i did want to share that with you as well um so if you are in SA and you want to come along it's open to both members and non-members and if you just head to SA women um i think it's just sawomen.com.au 
or just search, do a Google search of SA Women in Business, a website will come up and you'll see the event there and you can grab tickets to it. How amazing and how awesome is that? Um, I'm also going to be starting a little bit of a sort of like a vlog, I guess, on the old TikTok. Um, may put it on Reels. I don't know yet. Um, that's just going to sort of document my recovery journey. All right. Or my villain era journey, whatever you would like to call it, because it's both to me, it's the same. It's the same thing. Um, and just, you know, with a new thing, sort of like routines and how I'm going to be looking after myself and, you know, all that sort of stuff and, and what I'm doing to heal the burnout and the people pleasing, recover from people pleasing. I'm like a people pleasing addict and I need to get over it. I need to uh, go into recovery, rehab, life rehab from being a hustle person. All right. So if you would like to join me, just head over onto the TikTok. All my um, accounts are all the same. It's just at Kiss My Crown Academy. So whether that's on TikTok or Instagram or anything like that, give it a follow because I'm looking forward to sort of sharing the journey and I'm hoping that sharing the journey is part of my own healing and, you know, to make me more conscious and aware of patterns and when I'm doing things and helping, you know, by committing to making it like a little vlog as well, it sort of, you know, forces me to put it at the forefront, you know, like by saying it out loud and say, yeah, I'm going to do this, then I actually have to do it. And I need to put it as a priority and a focus and not let it get swept under the rug, if you know what I mean, and not let other things prioritize in front of it. So, um, yeah, just join me. I would love to share, you know, what I do to sort of heal this and, and, you know, the transformation that comes from it, the glow up, if you will, because I'm just looking forward to, you know, reinvesting back in myself and my health and my well-being. And don't get this confused. When I talk about my health, this is not about weight or things like that. This is about feeling good in my body, like not just feeling good, feeling great, because I get to I get to thrive um, I get to flourish and that's how I want to feel again. You know, I want the energy, I want movement and flexibility and, you know, just energy to be able to do all the things that I want to do and do things to enrich my life and, and go on it like a spiritual journey as well. For me, health and well-being is such a holistic approach. So it's not just, it's not a diet, it's it is, you know, being conscious about the nutrition that I'm putting into my body and putting things into my body that make me feel really good. It is about, you know, exercising in a form of movement so that I feel free and fit and strong. It is and, and flexible too. It is about mindset and about calming and slowing down my mind because it runs at this pace of just like a cheetah, you know, like just it's like the fastest creature on the planet it's like my brain so I want to be able to slow that down and be more present and in the moment and connected and then of course I also want to combine and I want to work on my own spirituality journey because I just want to explore that because I just you know I think there's that potential out there to be limitless and I just I want to find that so that's the journey that I want to document and that is the journey that I would love to take you guys along and as I said I'm going to I think it will go on TikTok, but I might put it on other platforms as well. It probably we will probably end up on Instagram Reels too, I guess. But um, yeah, come and follow me for that. <laughs> All right, Queen. 
Love you. Have a great day. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.